Hello, good morning. Today I'd like to share with you from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 3, verses 13 to 17. And we read, Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan River. He wanted to be baptized by John, but John tried to stop him. So he told Jesus, I need to be baptized by you, so why do you come to me? Jesus replied, let it be this way for now. It's right for us to do this. It carries out God's holy plan, then John agreed. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he came up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened. Jesus saw the Spirit of God coming down on him like a dove. A voice from heaven said, This is my Son, and I love him. I am very pleased with him. The baptism of Jesus has no other meaning than to show that Jesus was formally designated by God before humanity as God's chosen one. That title is called Messiah in Hebrew and Christ in the New Testament in Greek. The baptism of Jesus, as the reading from the book of Acts of the Apostles for this Sunday also says, establishes Jesus as the one in whom the Holy Spirit of God dwells and he wants to give us the same spirit when we surrender our life to him. So we read as well in the Acts of the Apostle, you know the message God sent to the people of Israel, announcing the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. How God anointed Jesus and Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil, because God was with him. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. On the day of Jesus' baptism, that is today, we want to remember two things. First, that Jesus is the Son of God, who was chosen by God to bring a message of salvation to the world for all those who decide to believe in him. And secondly, that we may think, especially in this very secular age, what is the meaning of baptism for us? I'd like to continue my message on the second point and mention which things are not a baptism. If we go to the origin of the Greek word baptizo, this means immerse. In the last centuries of the Old Testament era, the Greek word baptizo did mean to immerse. But the time the New Testament was written, that word described the application of water that included immersion, washing, and or pouring water. I don't want to talk about which is the most appropriate way to baptize, because it would be very long and tedious. It has already been discussed for centuries what should be the form and age of the baptism and it's still being discussed among the churches, and that is a sign of division rather than union among believers in Christ. You may well research the subject by yourself and come to your own conclusions. There are even people who criticize the way in which uh, baptisms are performed and even leave churches for that reason. They change churches for this reason. What is my response to these people? If you feel good, then do it. Everyone is free to leave this word of the Bible. 
if we go to the Bible, the most accurate would be that baptism is recommended when people are aware of what they are doing, and if possible, an immersion baptism. But then, what about most of us who have been baptized as infants and mostly by sprinkling? Is it wrong? Don't we have a genuine baptism? And my answer is no, because the form of baptism doesn't matter. The most important thing is what happens in the person's heart during the life. The most important thing is to be able to have an encounter with Christ and decide to believe in him with faith, just as Jesus tells the religious and Jewish leader in John chapter 3, Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Baptism, therefore, to have the effectiveness that God desires from baptism has to take place together with a conversion, that is, with an acceptance of Jesus as the Son of God and as our God and Lord. For baptism doesn't matter the age of the person and the way in which it has been performed. In the end, for God, it must be connected with the birth from above. If that being born again doesn't take place during the person's lifetime, it matters little how the baptism was performed. In any case, if that doesn't happen, baptism won't be synonymous with salvation, but will be nothing more than a religious rite. Today, in our current society, we could almost still say that it's full of Christian baptized people. But we will know that not all are in the churches, nor do all believe in Christ as the Son of God and his Lord. Is this true? Of course. And why? Those who defend adult baptism may say that the reason is because they haven't been baptized as adults aware of what they were doing. But we also have people who have been baptized as adults and either don't go to church or really believe in Christ or really don't show an authentic Christian life, even though they may be going to church. So, what is the problem? The problem is the lack of genuine faith. The problem is the lack of a moment of being born from above. What is a spiritual rebirth? Being born again, as stated by Jesus in John chapter 3, is necessary to show God that we are truly given over to Him. When a born-again moment occurs, the Holy Spirit descends into that person and begins to dwell in that person. The same way it happened with Jesus. We read, As soon as Jesus was baptized, he came up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened. Jesus saw the Spirit of God coming down on him like a dove. When in the church we use that word dwelling, we are meaning that God lives through his Holy Spirit in that person. But for that to happen, we must open our hearts to God. We must be aware that we want to believe in Christ, and we have to tell Jesus, I believe in you, and I want to believe in your word, and from now on I want to start living according to your word. That it's difficult to obey the word of God is another topic of preaching, but we have to have the decision, the will to say it, out loud to God and also readily to testify in front of others that we truly believe and trust in Jesus Christ. Therefore, baptism is not the right. It shouldn't be. 
It becomes a right whether done at children or adults age two when there is no faith. It becomes a ritual when it's done out of habit. It becomes a ritual when it's done out of superstition. Why do I say that word superstition? Because I have experienced it that there are people who believe that when babies are baptized, they will be protected by God. If the family is a family where the Spirit of Christ dwells, and not by superstition, in any case, babies are being protected by God. As once a man came to tell me, Pastor, we bring you the child so that you can take out the evil one. Or many people who in the past thought the children had to be baptized quickly, so that if in case they passed away, they could go to heaven. Baptism doesn't fulfill that function. I'm sure that the babies of a Christian family who have had to live prematurely will be accepted by Jesus in heaven. Baptism, however, should be accompanied by a spiritual rebirth. And if that hasn't happened in our lives, It's very important that we have an encounter with Jesus Christ, where, as Jesus tells Nicodemus, we can, through our acceptance of Jesus as the Son of God and our devotion to Him, be able to ratify that we have been born again. By the way, in our Lutheran tradition, it's not that we reject adult baptism. Both forms are accepted. I personally recommend the baptism of people who are aware of their baptism. But I repeat, we see so many cases of people being baptized in our society where apparently this has been nothing more than right. The most important thing is to be able to see those baptized people who have a life devoted to Christ and His Church. At the moment we are baptized and experience a spiritual rebirth, I repeat, an acceptance of Christ as the Son of God and our Redeemer, as is attested in the Holy Scriptures, there the Holy Spirit begins to dwell in every one of us, in our spirit, body, and mind. May we be aware of this in this new time that is beginning that we call 2023. May we realize that Christ came, His present, recent, And with power, as the Apostle Peter states, it's up to us to open our hearts to him so that the Holy Spirit can dwell 100% in our lives. Let us pray. Lord, let us be aware of what our baptism means. Allow us to accept you as what you are, Christ, Son of God and Savior. Allow us to give our whole life to you in faith and trust. Amen. I wish you a very blessed week.